What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Late Night Drive. My name is Ellie Schnitt. I'm your host. I'm your driver. I'm so happy you're here in the passenger seat hanging out with me. I hope you had the best week, but if you didn't, um, you know, let's talk about it. <laughs> I really need to figure out what I'm saying there because I think I say the same thing every week, but I also go, that sounds stupid every single week. So any suggestions are very welcome. But hi, hello. Oops, there's my birth control alarm. Um, I don't know why it feels like it's been like 100 years since I've sat down and recorded. It absolutely has not. It's been one week, but this has been a really long week. Am I wrong? I feel like it's been really crazy. We are out of Mercury in retrograde. Congratulations on surviving. I don't know how much like stock I put into that. Honestly, like sometimes with Mercury in retrograde, I'm like, yeah, I think it's like a real thing just because like I get really sleepy and I'm like, it's, it has to be Mercury in retrograde. I can't get out of bed. This time I felt really fine. So I don't know. Maybe I was just depressed. <laughs> Anyways, that's over and feeling good and feeling great. I hope you guys are feeling good too. It's freezing outside. The hurricane. Oh, if you're in Florida, I hope that you're you're safe, that your family's safe, uh, your home and your belongings are safe. Damn, that was a crazy hurricane. Um, I think it's still going a little bit. It's made its way up here to New York City, and it's just like the <laughs> the shittiest weather. I know it's like bad to complain because obviously it's not a hurricane; like it's fine. It's just like windy and cold and rainy, it's just nasty. And I think it's about time that I switch my fall wardrobe over because I have not done that yet. And my whole wardrobe right now is like sundresses and that. That is not going to cut it. That is not going to cut it. So yeah, it's cold. I'm sitting here in the closet. I've got my heated blanket wrapped on me because it's so cold in my apartment. And anyway, I'm just happy to be here. It's been fun. I, w I went home this week. I hung out with, I had to dog sit for the puppy. For my parents' dog, Josie. She's a sweet baby girl. She was, she's just the best dog. Going home is nice you know, not having to cook any meals or do any dishes or do the laundry. That was nice. And then I got back here and I hung out with um, Shrimp Cocktail Man last night. <laughs> you know, it's really funny. I like, I'm like an anxious attachment style girly. Like I, I wish that I wasn't. I would love to not be an anxious attachment style girly. Like I would love to not be the kind of person that needs my friends, family, loved ones to text me just about every day being like, I actually love you and I don't hate you and I'm not mad at you. Um, I would love to not be that way. And I'm really, I really work on not being that way. But there is always a little part of my brain that's like, um, I haven't talked to this person in two days, so they want me dead. And particularly when it comes to Shrimp Man, I, okay, this is like fully illogical and like whatever. I, <laughs> the last time we were like in contact talking, whatever. And I went home. I literally never heard from or saw him again. So I went home and I was just like, fuck. And I was trying not to be crazy, like really trying not to be crazy because like I know that it's not a logical thing. But listen, your brain is not always logical. It is not. It is not. So I'm just sitting there like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. He's going to ghost me. <laughs> Obviously, he didn't because that would be crazy. No, it really, it's, it sincerely would be kind of crazy. But he's a good guy. Like, I know that I could have probably just texted him and been like, psst, <laughs> pay attention to me. But I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that because I'm normal and cool. I'm just like so chill, like not like other girls, you know? <laughs> But yeah, I was home. I saw him last night. It was fun. So he's like concussed. Yeah, he got a sports injury. Pretty sexy. You know, he like bonked his head <laughs> while playing basketball with friends. Um, 
And it's it's actually not funny, is it? It's serious. No, I don't want to laugh because obviously he's he's like unwell. Like he's very much concussed. But it was like nice to see him. He was really funny. He's a very smart guy. He knows like every word in the English language. He like could not form. <laughs> he like forgot what words meant. I was like, oh, this is not good. This is not good. I don't think you should sleep. Like I think you should set an alarm for every 15 minutes and like maybe go to the hospital. Like I don't know. But he's he's fine. He he woke up this morning and <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing. It is serious. It is it is serious. Um and it's just a little funny. Uh, uh but he's good. I'm good. We're good. Everything's good. I'm feeling great. I have a really exciting launch coming in 2 weeks. I wanted to I don't know. We're probably doing like a formal like teasing campaign like on Instagram and shit, but I don't I don't care. You guys get the first scoop. I'm launching something in two weeks. I'm really excited about it. I hope you guys are excited about it too. It's really I'm really excited about it. It's very, very cool. I've been working on it for like a year in secret and yeah, I hope you like it. And with that, okay, we have actually so much to get into today. Like sincerely so much like I want to keep this weekend update short because it's gonna be we've got a lot to go over today so last week I was like oh my god every guy that is being talked about in this episode is just like a walking red flag and then I asked on Instagram for you guys to send me red flags that you've experienced in your relationships because I thought it would be fun to do like a tier list of like the red flags Um, I don't know if you've seen those like tier lists online it's like s tier A tier, B tier, C tier, F tier. And you're basically just ranking things, putting them into this tier. So uh, I asked on Instagram, I'm not kidding, got like 600, 700 (laughs) responses. And I narrowed them down. It took me forever, but it narrowed them down to like 30 or so. And we're going to go through those. I'm going to do my tier list. And then this week I'm going to release. I'm like, I don't, I'm not technologically sound. Like, I don't know what I'm ever doing, but I'm, I found the tier maker website and I'm going to make a physical uh, tier list like template and then you guys can do your own tier list ranking these red flags. So that will be fun. I'll put that on Instagram probably Thursday as soon as I figure out how to do it. And what else are we talking about? Okay, got some really good voicemails. Um, One about moving in with your significant other. One about feeling confident when trying to find your style. How do you find that style? And what does it mean to like dress like a grown up? And then a voicemail like, hey, my man's is not wooing me. What do I do? So if all that sounds fun, fresh, fierce, flirty, fantastic to you, keep on listening. <laughs> Say something, something. Cause we don't talk about nothing no more. Whenever I go home, the only thing I want to do is like have my hometown fast food. I don't know. This Is this going to make sense? I don't know how many of you have moved like out of your regional fast food area, Um, but like it's really weird to me. I go to New York City. There are amazing restaurants here. There's incredible food and like most fast food is here also. So it's not like I can't have McDonald's when I'm here. You know what I mean? But they don't have steak and shake. They don't have Culver's. They don't have Jimmy John's. They don't have noodles and company. That's crazy to me. So whenever I come home, I'm like, I gotta have it. <laughs> gotta have all the fast food. My parents are like, what have you like been craving? Like, do you want us to make this, that, the other thing? I'm like, no, I want a shitty fast food burger and greasy fries. That's what I want. One day I want to try like all the fast food burgers. 
I feel like that would be a good project for me. I don't know how I would get through the video without throwing up, but I want to do it anyways. <laughs> anyway, red flag tier list. Here's how we're going to rank them. We're working bottom up. The bottom ones are the more like harmless ones. The top ones are like, holy shit, you need to run, maybe call the police type tiers, okay? So the bottom tier, which is like where the F tier sort of would be, we're going to call that cute and fun. Those are the things that are like kind of harmless and like they're kind of silly and like they're not going to hurt anybody. It's not really a red flag so much as just something funny about that person. The next tier up, that's sort of like the C tier territory. We're going to call that the keep that to yourself tier. Those are the things that are like... Okay, it's not necessarily a deal breaker, but it's it's super weird and you probably shouldn't tell anyone because someone might be like, that's a fucking red flag, you need to run. The next tier up, we're going to call that the yield sign. This is where you maybe want to pause. This is like a, I, I don't know. It's not like a definite like red, but it's certainly a yellow. Next tier up is the hold on to your hat partner uh, tier. That one is reserved for things that like definitely are toxic, definitely are bad but could be like fun for a week, if that makes sense. And then the top tier is going to be dump his ass. And that's the top tier. Those are the categories. Again, from the bottom to the top, it's the bottom is cute and fun. Then going up, we have keep that to yourself. Up one, it's yield sign. Up one is hold on to your hat partner. And up one more is dump his ass. So I'm going to go through the red flags that you sent in. I'm going to rank them myself. And then later I will release my tier list so that you guys are able to also rank yours. Let's begin. Okay, this first one. He had pillow pets as the only pillows on his bed. (laughs) Not going to lie. I have to put that in cute and fun. Like, I get it. It's a little weird. It's weird that he doesn't have a normal pillow. Also, it's like, is he just, does he have like the pillow pet's head facing up and he's sort of like sleeping on the pillow part of it? And like, is that weird? Is the pillows kind of watching you while you like sleep? Or are they watching you while you have sex with him? A little weird. I get that it's weird, but it's also something where I'm like, you know what? Kind of cute. I don't hate it. I I would not call it a red flag. I would call it a little funky, a little fresh, but not not a red flag. Next one, he sent me a picture of flowers instead of buying me flowers for my birthday. <laughs> okay, um, sent me a picture of flowers and said, so it's your birthday. You're like, I would love some flowers. And he just sent you a picture of a bouquet of flowers. Um, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to give that a yield sign because I feel like that's a little bit like uh, I don't know. That might be a sign of that something else is going on there. Like that might be a genuine like, I don't know if it would be a red flag, but I would look out because that lack of effort, not good. Would like everyone's Instagram pics except for mine. <laughs> well, first of all, I would kill my boyfriend if he did this. Like I'm not, I'm actually not exaggerating. Like I would throw a fit. I'd be like, why the fuck are you liking every single person on your feed's picture and you never like mine? Like that has to be intentional. That would drive me crazy. That's really great. Because I wonder what the reason behind that would be. Because if the reason is like, oh, got to knock her down a notch, that's fucked up. That would have to go into dump his ass. But if he's just weird, it could go into hold on to your hat partner. Like it could be like toxic and sort of like a fun two-week fling kind of way. I guess it really depends on intent. If he's doing it like purposely to be an asshole, dump his ass. If he's doing it because he's just kind of dumb, I would say hold on to your hat partner. And I'm going to put it in hold on to your hat partner because it's not a true dump his ass. You know, I think those have to be like, holy shit, you need to run. Next one is 
he didn't let me buy the food I liked because he was on a diet. Okay, I'm sorry, but that that's a dump his ass because if you want to tell me what I can and can't eat, we're going to have a problem here. We are going to have a problem here. If you say I can't buy puffy Cheetos because you're on a diet, okay, like go be on a diet and also be single because I'm going to get my snacks. I'm going to need my snacks. Okay, the next one, he argues on Reddit as a hobby. Sorry, that's, I'm sorry, that's also a dump his ass. <laughs> like I'm, I'm, uh, maybe I'm biased, but that is like the biggest red flag to me. Like, why are you even on Reddit? Like sometimes I'll go on Reddit, like if I'm Googling, like, for example, I have scrolled through the Invisalign Reddit. Like I have been like, okay, like, is it normal that my, only one of my teeth hurts and then the Invisalign Reddit will be like, yes, it's normal. Fine. If you're going on Reddit and you're like starting fights with strangers over like, God only knows what, red flag, I'm sorry, that's huge, huge, huge red flag, dump his ass, run. Don't just dump him, like maybe like leave the country, like that's scary. Okay, he actively tried to hit squirrels while driving. <laughs> it's not funny, is it? It's serious. No, that's obviously, okay, <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing. Look, I had a squirrel once when I was in high school, I did cry. I did cry because I'm not this kind of person. But there, there is something, there is something funny about being like on the road and being like, ooh, three points for the squirrel and like swerving toward it. I know it's not safe driving. I know that. I know it should be an S tier, like dump his ass red flag to me. But honestly, it's given hold on to your hat partner. Like I think there is something a little bit like so fun about it I know that I know that that's wrong like obviously do not date this person you should run but like maybe give it like two weeks and then run because it sounds a little <laughs> it sounds like it could be kind of a wild ride you know okay hated Taylor Swift yeah that's gonna have to be um a dump his ass for, I mean for me personally like I just it's not happening for me I also think that there is something inherently misogynistic about being someone who hates Taylor Swift, hates her as a person. If you don't like her music, I also think that you're dumb. <laughs> but to like have like a visceral hatred for her as a person, it isn't. It's misogyny. Like it just like it is like that's all that it is. She's like a very harmless person. She really has only had scandals that are like other people bullying her. So if you hate Taylor Swift... It's be it's because you just hate women. Like, that's just true. He hated that his friends liked me. So he was like really bothered by the fact that you would go and hang out with his friends and his friends would be like, she's great. That's insane. <laughs> that's super crazy. Um, I don't know. That might be another. You know what I'm torn between? And these are very, very different categories. I'm I'm torn between yield sign and dump his ass. It's not crazy in a fun way. So it's not hold on to your hat partner or cute and fun. or And it's not like mild enough and weird enough to be keep it to yourself. It might be a dump his ass. It might be a dump his ass. He did that his friends liked me. A little, you know what? I'm going to say yield sign because like I don't, no, I'm sorry. It's dump his ass. If a guy is like jealous that his friends like you, a weird guy, dump his ass. Didn't have any friends. I'm putting this in yield sign and I'm going to tell you why. This came up a lot. Lots of people sent in, didn't have a friend group, didn't have friends, didn't whatever. 
I will say, yes, tread carefully. <laughs> if he has nobody in his life, like if nobody likes him or her or whomever, like, yeah, that's going to be a reason to run. But, you know, it could be extenuating circumstances. It could be he just moved to the city and all his friends are out of state. You know, he has friends. They're just not physically here, you know. Or maybe he's someone who has like he or she or they is someone who has like very close individual friendships and is not like a friend group person. That's an entirely possible thing, too. I keep a note of it. Make sure they're not someone who like everybody hates because <laughs> there's probably a reason for that. But I wouldn't say that it's necessarily like a run for the hills, dump his ass type thing. OK, civil war obsession. Ugh. Hold mm. Which side? <laughs> like, I think I know which side. I think I I think I can guess which side if you're saying it's a red flag. I also think it's like guys with a Civil War obsession or a World War II obsession. It's like, I don't know, man. There is something real off about that. <laughs> like, why are we doing that? The person also said that they this person named their dog after Civil War generals, like Confederate generals. For me, that's a that's a dump his ass. But I'm going to have to put that once again as a dump his ass because I... I just feel a man that's too into the Civil War or World War II is like going to kill you. I don't know why I feel that way. I just feel it. Okay. Someone who says all my exes are crazy. <laughs> Hear me out. <laughs> Hear me out. I think this is a hold on to your hat partner. I do not think you should get involved with this person at like a deeper level. I think the second you hear this statement, you put into your head, this is not going to be a serious thing. Like, we're, we're not, it's not going to happen because this person is probably fucking crazy because crazy doesn't happen in a vacuum. People are not, your exes are not all, every single one of your exes is crazy. No, they're not. You're crazy. I know I never say to do things like this, but maybe for like a one night stand, this could be a little bit fun. Like it's definitely bad. Run screaming, but like maybe like after you have sex with him. <laughs> Okay, the next one is has a collection of swords. I, what, okay, like samurai swords or like medieval swords? Did he make them himself? What are the parameters around the swords? This is my question. I think probably I'm, I'm going to call that a keep that to yourself. <laughs> like, you know, I wouldn't tell anybody about that. Like, <laughs> it's fine. He has a hobby. Maybe he just likes the way swords look. Maybe he likes to play like medieval video games or Dungeons and Dragons or something. That's fine. As long as he's not like actively using them, uh, I think that that's, that's probably fine. But I just maybe would keep it to yourself. He, un <laughs> he unknowingly wiggles his toes while he speaks. Oh, God. That is such a funny visual. Like he's just sitting there like wiggling his toes while he's talking and he has no idea. You know how babies kind of do like involuntary facial movements while they sleep and it's so cute. I'm not sure if this is cute, but I'm going to put it in the F in the cute and fun tier because it's, it's like funny. It's pretty harmless. I can't imagine this actually becoming like a problem problem later down the line. OK, hasn't eaten any fruit in 15 years. Oh, my God. <laughs> Why? I'm not going to say dump his ass. I am going to say yield sign. Like that's something that we're going to want to look out for. Like that's it's a little weird. Like what is he putting in his body? If not like is he allergic to fruit? He just doesn't like it. Some people just don't like it. But why haven't you had any fruit? Like, that's going to bother me. I'm not even going to lie. Like, that's an issue for me. I love fruit. I need fruit for every meal. Also, 15 years. 
Did he have like a traumatic incident with fruit that he was like, never again, <laughs> never again am I eating fruit? Still weird, but like, I don't know. I'd keep an eye on it, but it's not like, it's not like a run right now. It's definitely a yellow flag. Doesn't like potatoes of any kind. Weird. Super weird. Like actually very, very weird. Um, I would keep that to yourself. I think it's a red flag. Like I genuinely think that there's something wrong with you if you don't like potatoes, but like you can't account for taste. There are some people who don't like chocolate. There are some people who don't like cheese. And do I think they're weirdos? Yes, I do. But I get it. You know, maybe potatoes aren't your thing, even though I don't know how they're not. Every form of potato is delicious. Each one better than the, than the next. That I would keep that to yourself. If I told if I told someone that my my boyfriend didn't like potatoes, I feel like they'd be like, "Ew, why are you dating him?" Similarly to the red flag, I'm gonna add this one in because this is a red flag from my ex. Okay, he liked his scrambled eggs overcooked to the point of being, in his words, crunchy. What the fuck? That is serial killer shit. Like, no offense, man. That is crazy. That's the grossest thing I've ever heard of my crunchy. Crunchy scrambled. That is the last thing scrambled eggs should ever be. Knowing what I know now, I would say dump his ass. <laughs> but uh, I'll just put it in. I'll keep it and keep it to yourself because I didn't tell anybody and I'm glad I didn't. <laughs> his mom does everything for him. Okay, that's good. That's a dump his ass. You know why? Because that's going to become a big problem later down the line. Men who love their moms, fine. Men whose mothers are like super involved in their lives when they're like 34 years old, that's going to be a fucking problem. You don't want to marry into that family. Nothing you do will ever be good enough. The mother-in-law is going to be a nightmare. Like you just don't want it. You don't want that. I promise you it's not something you want. So I'm going to say dump his ass. Um, also, like, you don't want to date a man, baby. You want to date someone who's self-sufficient and responsible and ambitious and not a fucking grown-ass baby. Talks shit about all of his friends. Ooh. This one actually came up a lot. Various people being like, he talks shit about everyone after hanging out with them. He talks shit about all his friends. I'm actually going to put that in hold on to your hat partner. I'm going to put that into hold on to your hat partner because that's crazy. Like, that's crazy. But maybe he's just a hater. <laughs> like... I mean, personally, I would not want to date a hater. I don't want to be someone who has something bad to say about everyone because what does he say about me when I'm not in the room? But, you know, could be fun. Could be fun for a week. Next, he only liked white rappers. <laughs> okay, that's that's either dump his ass or hold on to your hat partner. I'm actually going to call it hold on to your hat partner. I would not want to like be in a serious relationship with this person, but it is fucking funny. <laughs> like, imagine you ask his favorite artist. He's just like Eminem. G-Eazy, Machine Gun Kelly, like gross. <laughs> um, I would not, I would not stick around with that. Okay, he never cuddled after sex, like never touched you after sex. Um, mm, now that would really bother me. That would really bother me. I mean, if he has a reason for, he just like is like not like a touch person, like he just doesn't like physical touch. Maybe it would be like a keep that to yourself. I'm going to put it in the yield sign because it's definitely like a weird thing. It's like, why don't you why don't you love me? <laughs> why don't you want to cuddle with me? Weird. OK, OK. He was a teacher and he asked me to role play as a student. Run. Dump his ass. Dump his ass right now. That is so creepy. That is so OK. I think like the teacher student role play is already fucked up. Like the fact that there's like porn of that. 
creepy. Like the fact that that's like a common fantasy, the schoolgirl thing, creepy. That's a child. But to be a teacher, a teacher, that's your profession. And you want your partner to role play as one of the children that you take care of every day. That's fucked up and you're going to have to run. You're going to have to run. Never drink water. Ew. No, I am like a I am like a true waterhead. Like I like basically only drink water and iced tea. I I love water. I can discern between different tastes of water. I follow um, the water uh, connoisseur. No, the water sommelier on TikTok that tells you what kinds of water bottles are the best types. I love water. I'm a true waterhead. And I can't imagine, could not imagine dating someone who does not, does not drink water. How do you even survive? But I'm going to put that in. Keep that to yourself. (laughs) Okay. Calls his mom the first love of his life. We're going to have a problem here. That is so weird. Um, That is so weird. But I'm going to put that into hold on to your hat partner because it's really fucking weird and you should not date that person. But it's funny. <laughs> OK, peed sitting down. <laughs> OK, I'm, I'm, I'm embarrassed to tell you guys this, but my ex peed sitting down. Like all the time he was like, it's more comfortable. I'm like, what? Doesn't your pee pee go in the water? Like, ew. Sorry that I just said pee pee. Peed sitting down. Blech. Could be a keep that to yourself, could be a yield sign. I'm going to put it in yield sign only because obviously my ex (laughs) did that and I think it's a red flag. Okay, named his dog Jewel. (laughs) Like like a jewel, not like a diamond, like a a Um, (laughs) e-cig. I mean, I think that's kind of, I'll put it in cute and fun because I think it's pretty harmless. It's like funny. It's not, it's not going to kill you. I think it's embarrassing to be smoking jewels at our big age, at any age really, but like, (laughs) <laughs> it's kind of funny. It's kind of funny that he named his dog Jewel. And you can pretend if you want to that it's like Jewel, like a, a diamond or Jewel, like the singer or Jewel, like a nickname for Julia. Only eight chicken fingers. <laughs> you know, I dated a man like this once. 31 years old. Not kidding. He only ate chicken fingers and steak. That was like his only foods. And I was like, you're that's gross. And that was actually a big reason why I was like, I can't do this. So I'm going to put that in keep that to yourself like maybe you could fix him I would never be like you can fix him but maybe like we could just like expand his palate a little bit he pet my cat butt to head who does that (laughs) oh my that's so weird like pet your cat the wrong way Mm, that's weird it's like have you never been near an animal in your life I'm gonna call that yield sign that's I would look out for that that's a little weird okay she ordered milk at an Italian restaurant weird actually weird but not not harmful weird so I'm gonna put it in keep that to yourself like I would not tell people that that is weird but some people like milk what can I say okay he refused to hold hands that's a deal breaker for me for me I need to hold hands at any moment of the day like all I want to do all day long is hold hands it's mostly what I think about throughout the day I just want to hold people's hands so for me that I don't want to put that in no that is a dump his ass I'm sorry because it's like why don't you love me? <laughs> Why won't you hold my hand in public? Like, are you embarrassed of me? Do you hate my hands? Like, what's the problem? It just makes me feel unsafe and I want to hold hands. So that would be a big, that's a fucking, for me, deal breaker. Dump his ass. Okay. Has Donald Trump's tweet notifications on? Obviously, that's a dump his ass. That's insane. I mean, Trump's not on Twitter anymore, so this is from a couple years ago, but still... It also could be like a hold on to your hat partner kind of situation. But no, we're going to say we have to say dump his ass. We can't say 
we can't say hold on to your hat partner. Like as much as I'd be like, it's a little bit hold on to your hat partner. It's also like, yeah, you should run. That's not going to be good. Eat onions like apples. (laughs) Is that a keep that to yourself? I don't think it's like harmful. It's weird, but it's not harmful. Yeah, that's a keep that to yourself. Waved to everyone driving the same car as him. (laughs) Like, sorry, that is cute and fun. That's cute. That's cute and fun. I know that that would probably bother some people, but I like when people do the Jeep wave. I think it's cute because I always whenever I pull up next to someone driving the same car as me, I'm like, oh, my God, same car. Like I get excited. I think it's cute. I think it's cute and fun. It's going in the bottom tier. Okay, wouldn't touch keys because of the metal smell. So I always had to open the doors. (laughs) Weird. Uh, Keep that to yourself. Who knows? Maybe he just has like a phobia of metal smell. I'm not going to judge here. Could be. And last but most certainly not least, he would not tip male waiters more than 10%. Weird. Weird. Vaguely sexist. I think being a bad tipper is such a red flag. Such a whale flag. I don't know why he's doing this only to male waiters. If it's like a sexism thing, I don't know. I would not be in a serious... This is almost a dump his ass, but I'm actually going to put it into hold on to your hat partner because it's so specific and so weird that like... It's kind of funny. I mean, it's obviously bad and you should make like don't date this person and also yell at them and tell them to tip 20% or more, but a little bit funny and like weird enough that I'm like weird enough and red flag enough that I'm like it's definitely in the A or S tier, but it's not quite S tier like run, change your name, leave the country. Okay. So that that is our red flags tier list. I'm going to make one for you guys. Obviously, these are like sort of silly. They're not super serious. Um, I know that there are like genuine red flags that I think we talk about on here, but these ones are just like the funny, silly ones. And I hope that that was fun for you. I'm gonna I'm gonna make this and release it. I'm, I literally am looking at the tier maker template right now. I'm gonna do it once I figure out how to do it. And then you can do one of your own. So, okay. That is that. Wow, that took a while. Okay, let's (laughs) thank you to everybody who submitted a red flag. This was really, really fun. I wanted, I like literally would do a tier week, tier list every week. It's like, it's so fun. And let's get into our very first voicemail. Thank you to BetterHelp for supporting the show. What's the first thing you'd want to do if you had an extra hour every day? Take a nap, work on a skill. The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I've used BetterHelp at various points in my life for different mental health support, whether it be a lifelong struggle like depression or a specific instance like grief counseling. BetterHelp has been there to offer me the tools I need. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. BetterHelp is entirely online, so it's convenient for everybody. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com LND today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot L-N-D. I think anyone who knows me is more than aware that I'm not exactly the best cook. Um, I wouldn't even call myself a cook, actually. I am somebody who basically 
heats things up and that means that I don't get to have a lot of super delicious meals when I'm cooking at home uh, which makes dinners and weeknights and whatever like not very fun for me but what I really really love is factor eating better is easy with factors delicious ready-to-eat meals even a girl like me who is simply not a chef is able to heat up a factor meal and have a delicious chef quality restaurant quality meal which I really appreciate and it's ready to go in in just two minutes which is also good for me as someone who's super lazy also every factor meal is a chef crafted dietitian approved and ready to go and you have over 35 different options to choose from each week including calorie smart protein plus and keto if those are things you're interested in which I'm not I just want to eat something that tastes good and if it happens to be healthy that's great and everything I've made from factor has been super super tasty and like I'm not saying I'm a picky eater but like I don't like everything and every Everything I've had has been absolutely delicious. So head to factormeals.com slash LND50 and use code LND50 to get 50% off if this sounds like something that you would be interested in. That is code LND50 at factormeals.com slash LND50 to get 50% off. Okay. Hello. Hello. Okay. Let's get into this very first voicemail. Hi, Ellie. Big fan of the show and Taylor Talk. Um, I'm just calling because... So my boyfriend and I have been together for just over two years and I don't know, I feel like we've been talking a lot about like moving in, like, I don't know. So how do you know when the right time to move in with your partner is and do you have like any tips, I guess, for like living with someone else's living style? I live alone right now, so I feel like it could be like a big adjustment and like I feel like I'm neater than he is. Like, do you have any tips for that? Um, thanks. I love you so much. Love the pod. Bye. Oh my God. Okay. Full disclosure. I have no fucking idea because I have never in my life even been close to moving in with a man. (laughs) And also I live alone too. And I love living alone. And actually something that worries me is how much I love living alone because I just can't, I, I genuinely cannot picture myself like getting married and living with a boy like (laughs) I don't know like I feel like I would freak out and I would feel like I would need my space and I would like I don't know we all have like our different styles and I feel so much more comfortable like living in my own space and I don't know so I think like your worries are certainly not unfounded because these are things I certainly worry about myself did I say certainly twice sorry (laughs) I think moving in with someone is a big step and it is serious and it should be taken seriously because you have to think about like this is a like this is kind of a legal document you're signing a lease with somebody you're in a financial agreement with somebody like it needs to be you know serious and people do it at multiple different points throughout relationships there are people who move in right away there are people who don't move in until they get married it really is uh, about you and your relationship and how you feel about each other. If you've been talking about it, like you should share you're like a little nervous about living with somebody again or, you know, you're wondering how things like chores will work because it's better to talk about them now than sign a legal document in a financial agreement with somebody and then be like, oh my God, I'm going to murder him. He has never done a single chore in his entire life. I think it's the, the rules for living with a partner are similar to the rules for living with another person, just being a good roommate. Because you think, think about it like that, you are roommates. Like, yes, you're in a relationship. You're also roommates. 
being the most respectful roommate you can be is important. But I also think because you share a bedroom, like you share like a sleeping space, because you're also in a relationship and presumably spend a lot of your social time together, it's really important. And I would say even more important than when, you know, in a normal relationship and like where you're not living together. It's really important to carve out times for you to just be either alone or only with your friends or, you know, doing something that is really separate from your partner. Because cliche though it might sound, absence, it do make the heart grow stronger. (laughs) But it does. It really does. Like being away from someone, you know, even for a little bit makes you appreciate them more. And it means that you're less likely to go like stir crazy cooped up with one person. I don't know how people did it during lockdown. I actually don't like I I thought my parents were going to kill each other (laughs) like they already spend a lot of time together but at least you know they would go to work um, and you know my dad would go golfing or my mom had book club or something like that and they had time apart oh my god when it was just them alone in that house together I am surprised it did not blow up Um, (laughs) I feel like people a lot of people's relationships did because when there's just nowhere to go and no space from each other frankly I think space is the way that a relationship maintains health because you have to maintain individuality within the relationship. So I guess that would be my tip. You know, like, you know how to be a good roommate, probably, you know. You know how to have those conversations about taking out the trash and doing the dishes. The rule always is whoever is the cleaner roommate, that is whose cleaning standards you live by, even if those aren't yours. My friend um, who just got engaged, congratulations, um, she has been living with her boyfriend I think about a year now. Pretty exciting. And when they first moved in, she was like, I don't know, it's a really big step. And he he's very messy, but he is allowed to have a pile of clothes <laughs> next to his side of the bed. It drives her crazy, but he's allowed to make a little bit of mess there. And the rest of the apartment has to stay nice. And like, it's a weird compromise, but it's a compromise that works for them. And that's all it needs to be. Like, it might take a little bit of adjusting. It might take some conversations. It might take some awkward conversations like, oh my God, you have never scrubbed the toilet and it's disgusting and I'm not the person who's peeing on the seat. Like, you know what I mean? It might take some uncomfortable moments, but I think overall it's a good idea, especially if you're in a serious relationship. Like, you want to test you want not like test it, but you want to see what it's like to live with that person. And also like when you love someone, you do want to spend all that time together. Do you, you do want to sleep next to them every night, even though I love sleeping alone. I get being nervous. I get being afraid. I actually literally 100% get it because it terrifies me. But I think when it's the right time and when you know, like you just know, you know, you're ready for that step. You know, you're ready to be with each other like that. And once it happens, hopefully it'll feel natural. And if it doesn't, you just talk about it. Easy peasy. Communication. You got this. Oh my God. I can't even. I, j- I actually worry about this. I'm like, can I have my own bedroom? Is that is that weird? <laughs> like, Can we have those beds that like push apart and push together? So like sometimes we can sleep together, but also I can sleep alone sometimes. Could we get like an extra wide California King, just like a wall to wall bed so I can have the space that I need to stretch out my legs out? Like, you know, like these are things I, I actually do worry about. You know, I also worry about because I've never I've never let a man know that I was pooping. <laughs> I've never had a relationship where I was like, I'm I'm I need to poop. Like that's gonna happen in, in this small like space where it's gonna happen. Um I always managed to do it when he was not there or I would go to a farther bathroom. But 
That's also something I worry about. I even worry about that going on like vacations with a partner. Like I've been talking with Shrimp Man about staying in Airbnbs and shit. And I'm like, okay, but if we stay in like a tiny cabin, you know, your girl is regular. Like I, I do, I do poop like three times a day. Like I really, really do. And I just, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know at what point in the relationship I would need to feel comfortable enough to do that. So not really the same thing, but I think it is like a living with someone is scary, especially living with someone who you want to, you want them to think that you're like hot and cool and sexy and fun. You don't want them to think about you like zit cream retainer pooping. <laughs> like you don't. So yeah, I get it. But it's also a beautiful thing. So um, I trust that you guys will figure out what's best for your relationship and just know that there's no like official timeline. There's no like you can only move on if you've been together for 14 months. You know, like it's not like that. It's like whatever feels right to you. That's what's right. Okay, let's move into our next voicemail, which is my man isn't wooing me. What do I do? Hi, Ollie. What I wanted to talk about tonight was um, recently I have started dating somebody new and I feel like it's going really well. I really like him. I'm having a good time. But when it comes to planning dates, I feel like he may just be a little too comfortable. Um, He got out of a really long relationship earlier this year. And he kind of expresses wanting to go on dates and wanting to do things, but he never seems to be eager to plan them. Um, for example, today he was like, oh, like, I'll see you around five-ish. Like, we agreed to hang out, but, like, that's not really a plan. I don't know. Like, do I tell him that I think that it's not cute that he isn't, like, eager and excited to plan things? Or do I just keep planning everything myself? I'm not really sure. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, I, I hear you. Oh, oh, my God. Yeah, I do hear you on this. Like, this is this is actually, I think, kind of common. I think especially when someone has gotten out of a long relationship, they might just be used to being like, you know, if you're dating someone for, like, two years there's a chance you get comfortable and you're like, I'm not going to be planning a date every time we hang out. I just want to hang out with you, you know, but this is the beginning of a relationship. And quite frankly, he should be wooing you. You should be wooing each other. That's how it works. You can't be like too comfortable. You have to like really be putting in effort. You want to show them that you want to do something special for them. You want to put in time and effort even like and I this is so like bars on the floor of me. But seriously, when a man just is like, when we're like, hey, like, let's do something on Thursday. He's like, okay, I'll make a reservation. Hot, sexy, sexual. I'm into that, you know? And it's so little. It's so small. This idea of like, I will make a reservation. Let's go to this place. Or even sometimes he'll like give me options. Like, here are six things that we could do. Which one do you want to do? Because it shows me he was thinking about it. And then like, we can go from there and kind of make that choice together. It's nice to know that somebody is is thinking about you in that way and wants to impress you and wants to woo you. So you're not like, you. Sh- first of all, you should not have to plan everything yourself. That's stupid. That's ridiculous. I've been in relationships like that before. It's not worth it. It really isn't. Because like, why should you be the person that's rowing the boat? 
when there's two ors. You know what I mean? Damn, that was a good metaphor. But I, I mean, I, I'm serious. Like, you should not be the person that plans everything. He should be doing, he should be putting in effort. And I do genuinely think it's worth saying something. Like, listen, like, I love hanging out with you. I love that you're always eager to hang out with me. But sometimes I feel like I'd like for you to plan something for us. It does not have to be anything crazy. But even if you were just to, like, make a reservation at a place for drinks or, you know, say, hey, why don't we go to the park or something like that. Like, more than just let's hang out, that would make me feel really good. And it's, like, a kind of a hard thing to say. Trust me, I know. I literally said it to Shrimp Cocktail Man before we went on our first, well, our third first date. I was like, you have to woo me, just so you know. Like, you have to put in effort. I want to see some fucking effort because I need to feel like you're pursuing me in a legitimate way. And, yes, that was kind of an extenuating circumstance, but I did. I did need to see that his actions were matching his words, that he was actually going to put in the effort. And he did. You know, he really stepped up and it wasn't anything crazy. It's not like he was like, I'm going to fly you across the country. We're going to go to Bora Bora. It was literally just like he made a note of something that I had said that I had wanted to do. And we did that. You know, he took me to the top of the Empire State Building. It was it was really lovely. And it wasn't anything crazy, but it was like nice that he had noted something I had mentioned wanting to do. And he planned it and got tickets and took me there. Like that was nice. I think sometimes when guys hear effort, they think you want them to like spend $200 on like a bottle of wine at a restaurant. You know, like I think sometimes men equate effort with money and that's really not what it is at all. It's more a feeling of like, I want to know that you're present and active in this relationship. And I want to know that you want this as much as I want this and that you're nervous and want to impress me because I'm nervous and I want to impress you. Like, yeah, it's lovely. It is genuinely lovely to spend time with someone in like a chill way. I love when shrimp man just comes over and we just like watch Game of Thrones in bed and kiss and like hang out and talk. It's be- it's lovely because I'm a homebody. I like doing that. But I also freaking like when he's like, hey, tonight, let's go out to dinner at this place. That makes me feel good too. You know what I mean? There has to be a balance and you should not be the only person being like, let's do this. Let's go here. You know, let me make a reservation at this place. It is worth having a conversation because clearly it bothers you. And honestly, like, and I do mean this, if something bothers you, it's always worth a conversation. Because the little things that bother you now are the things that are kind of like that are going to kind of fester and become the big problems if you don't address them early. So, yes, you should say something. Make sure you use the sandwich method. Say, I love hanging out with you. Say something really nice. Then say, here's what I would like for you to change or or do differently and end it with something nice again, because I really like hanging out with you and I want us to do cool things. And it's going to feel weird. It's going to feel like, oh, my God, am I being crazy? Am I asking for too much? No, you are asking for the bare minimum. You're asking for nothing more or less than what any person deserves. And if he has like a hissy fit and is weird about that, you should run away. That's a red flag. That's an S tier. That is a dump his ass, run away S tier red flag. Okay. Okay. Glad we're agreed on that. Let's get into our very last segment, which is feeling confident, trying to find your style. How do you find that style? And then how do you dress like a grown up? Okay. I don't know why I thought of this. But when I was in, um, this is so dumb. I don't even know why I'm telling you this. When I was in high school and I was in choir, 
I hated my choir directors because they were really fucking mean to me and it was crazy. But, um, you know, I, you know, I, I sing on pitch. I do. And I always did. And my choir teachers knew that. So sometimes when I would be standing next to my best friend, on the rare occasions they let me do that, I would sing completely out of tune. <laughs> like when we were all singing together. Um, and they would always stop and be like, someone, someone's, someone's not hitting the right notes in here. Someone's, someone's not hitting it. And I would look at them like, that's crazy. Like, I don't know who's doing that. And I would keep doing it. And then they would make, they would make everyone in my section sing the song out loud by themselves. So it's like, find who was doing it and they never did because it was me and I was just singing it wrong and I feel really bad about that no one likes to have to sing a choir part alone <laughs> anyways um let's talk about uh, fashion fashion actually sorry that I said it like that no I'm not okay let's play this voicemail hi Ellie um I've been listening to you for years and years and years and I'm 25 years old, so I feel like we've gone through, like, a lot of the same life stages together, like, in the past couple years, which is, like, cool, even though you don't know me. Anyways, um, I had a question. Um, as I'm, like, now starting to come into myself as, like, a young woman and, and like, trying to develop, like, a personal sense of style that's, like, both, like, professional and help people like you know take me seriously but also like it's fun and cute and stylish um i never really felt like i had like a style before like you know i was like an emo kid and then after i left that phase i just kind of like developed into the my style is comfy uh leggings and big uh sweatshirts throughout college um so now that i'm trying to come into my own um in terms of my style and like feeling good about the clothes I wear and and being really selective about the clothes I buy and just trying to make choices that feel good. Like I will go into a dressing room and say, you know, TJ Maxx, she's a Maxinista, we love it. Um, and I'll try on all these clothes and I'll feel really, really good in the dressing room. Um, and then I bring them home and I'm excited to wear them and then I get dressed in the morning and I'm so insecure. Like, I will feel so good, like, in the dressing room and, like, you know, thinking about wearing the clothes, like, oh, it's going to look so good. And then I put it on and I'm about to, like, go out in public and I'm like, oh, my God, this is embarrassing. Why am I embarrassed of, like, literally clothes on my body? I don't know. But... Anyways, like, any advice you might have and just, like, feeling confident and comfortable when you're, like, trying out, like, new styles and new clothes. Like, I just feel like people are judging me, even though nobody literally cares, but I don't know. Any advice you might have would, like, be so greatly appreciated because I've definitely struggled with this for years because anytime I try to wear something new, like, I just feel so um, insecure and I change or... Or I try to hide myself or hide my body, like, all day. Anyways, love you. Um, have a great day. And looking forward to hearing what you have to say. Thanks. Bye. Okay, so I think this is actually something that a lot of us struggle with at this age particularly, but also throughout 
kind of growing up, you know, I was a similar, I mean, I, I did not go through an emo phase, but when I was younger, I mostly wore things that were kind of like oversized, like bigger sweatshirts or like drapier tops. Um, I just didn't feel comfortable with my body. And so I didn't wear clothes that really fit me. And then I went to college and I was like, I'm going to wear nothing. <laughs> so that was a whole thing. Um, but that was confidence in like kind of a different way. But then once I got into the adult world, I was like, what the fuck am I supposed to wear? Because in college, I would go to class in big t-shirts and shorts or t-shirts and leggings or, you know, like not anything that looked remotely nice. And then on the weekends, I would go out wearing fucking nothing and like clothes that I would not wear during the day. So it really was a struggle of like, okay, I guess I'm just gonna wear like jeans and a top every day like I felt stupid for sure my first couple of years out of college I was like what am I wearing like I look dumb like this is this is not how grown-ups dress I don't know I don't want to be wearing like stuffy old people clothes um I still want to feel young and cute and fun but I want to look you know daytime and appropriate and like nice and like I like put effort into my appearance and still feel like myself and all of these are like crazy like I don't know they all feel almost contradictory like it's really hard to figure out what that even means and what that feels like for you so a couple things one when you try something new out I want you to understand nobody cares nobody cares in like a nice way like truly nobody's looking at you nobody really no one's looking at your clothes or your body no one's thinking anything maybe someone will see your shirt and be like cool shirt <laughs> honestly most of the time if I'm looking at someone it's because I like something that they're wearing like if I'm staring at someone on the train it's not because I'm like what a weird person they look weird their body looks weird I'm like I should ask her where she got those shoes because I love them you know what I mean and I think most of us are like that Style also is really subjective. So if someone doesn't like what you're wearing, it's like, who gives a shit? You know, you probably don't like what they're wearing. So it is important, genuinely important to remember that nobody thinks about you and the way that you look more than you do. And I know that that's like something you already know, but it's worth repeating. Like, truly, we are so critical of the way we look and things about our bodies that nobody in their right mind would even blink at no one would notice I have insecurities that people are like you're a crazy person I have never noticed that not once and it's because like I look at myself all day I know what the weird things I think the weird things about my body are no one else thinks that it's true so all of that being said talking about finding your style as like a 20 something what I kind of do where I'm at now I mean I'm 26 so I'm starting to get to like the actual grown-up ages, which I'm actually pretty excited for. I've like wanted to be a grown-up since I was a little kid. I know that that sounds crazy. But, like I've wanted to be like in my 30s since I was a kid because it just like sounded so fun to me. Just like wine and cheese parties, being married, wearing blazers. Like for me, I was like, that's it. Mm, that's life. That's living, baby. Um, okay, but what I kind of try to do, because like 26 is not old, okay? No, neither is 30. The 26 is certainly not old. Still young, still fresh, still fun. Still flirty what I do is kind of divide my wardrobe in two where I have daytime clothes you know that I wear during the week that are like you know they fit me nicely they are you know a nice pair of jeans a blouse a nicer top something cute nice coats like things that I think look cute and put together like a skirt and tights 
you know, like a more daytime dress or a more daytime skirt, things that make me look my age and are cute and appropriate and kind of classic because that's a style that I really like, like that really clean, classic. I mean, I do like that like coastal grandma thing. Like I just like that. But I also have the section of my closet that's like going out. That's like brunch. That's like me being young and fun. So I have half my closet that's like appropriate. And then I have half my closet that's like more fun and more, um, maybe more scandalous, shows more skin or tighter things or things that like are dark and like sexy and I wouldn't want to wear during the day. And in that way, I feel like I have room to play in my closet because while yes, I do have like slacks, I also, you know, have leather mini skirts. And I think that when you combine some of those elements, you can make really cool outfits as well. It's easier for me and my little weird brain to kind of separate the two things. To figure out what you like, I think that that's a big part of it too. Figuring out the kind of styles that you like, it's important to like go through the things that you already have. Go through your closet and pick up the things that not just not the things that you really like, not the things that like, you know, you bought and you're like, this is amazing, but you never wear it. Pick out the things that you actually wear all the time, like things that you wear constantly. And think about like, look at those clothes and think, why do I wear this all the time? What about this do I feel good about? Like, why do I like this? Do I like the silhouette? Do I like the pattern? Do I like the color? Do I like the fabric? Do I like the way I look in it? Do I like the way I feel in it? And you can take that and then going forward, Buy clothes that are maybe a more clothes that take those elements that you know you'll be comfortable and actually feel comfortable wearing them, but are, you know, the things that you think are really cute at the store. When you combine those elements, that's going to make you more likely to feel comfortable trying to wear new things. Honestly, it's the reason I have 10,000 coats because I know I feel really good when I'm wearing a cute outfit with a coat. I'm wearing like a cute coat outfit. That makes me feel good. A coat and a pair of boots, a nice fit pair of jeans and whatever, a sweater, a top. I know that that always looks good. I always feel good in it. And I can take that combination and try different styles of coat and sweater and jean and boot, different patterns and different um, shapes of clothing and different materials and all that kind of stuff. And it makes me feel comfortable playing while also being in an arena that I'm already comfortable with. Baby steps. You don't need to change your whole style overnight. If you like wearing leggings and a sweatshirt, try like leather leggings and an oversized sweater. You know, it's like a little tweak. You know what I mean? Like you're not changing your entire, you're not going from leggings and a sweatshirt to like wearing a tailored suit every day. You're going from something that you already like and maybe making it a little bit more fashionable, more elevated. Pinterest is a good friend. If you have an outfit that you have an item you really, really like and you want to wear it, but you just don't really know how to, literally you can type into Pinterest um, tennis skirt outfits fall. And they will show, you'll see them and you're like, oh, wait, I have a sweater like that. Oh, I have a sweatshirt like that. Oh, I have a pair of shoes like that. Um, And it kind of gets your mind spinning with the things that you already have. So you don't feel like you have to keep buying more and more and more shit to feel fashionable and feel cute and feel like you have the style you like. But remember that you don't need to be like, (laughs) you don't need to start dressing like you're in your 50s. You know, you can still be young and fresh and fun. But like I like to have the difference between daytime me and nighttime me, the me that goes out on dates, the me that goes to loud bars. And then there's the me that, you know, likes to read a book at a coffee shop. That's going to do some work at a coffee shop with my glasses on, you know, inside you are two wolves. You have to feed them equally. (laughs) 
So those are like kind of my basic tips. Um, yeah, dressing like a grown-up is in the eye of the beholder, right? Like there's no like hard and fast rule. But I would start by looking at the things that you already like and already wear and figure out why you like them and we'll go from there. I'm actually like really in my own journey of finding my personal style. So I hope this was helpful because it's something that I'm doing right now. I don't want to sound like I've like totally figured it out. Um, I haven't. I'm figuring it out and it does take time. It does take like kind of an active effort, but it's kind of like a fun effort, you know? It's like fun to be like, oh, I fucking hated that. (laughs) Never wearing that outfit again, but at least you tried something. And then finding something that you really love feels so good. Feels so good to be like, oh my God, I feel so good when I wear this. Even if it's like finding out I like wearing my little leather skirt, a pair of tights, a pair of combat boots, and then I just switch up whatever top. It doesn't matter if it's like basically the same outfit. You're adding something a little different or changing it up. It's a, it's a whole new outfit. Yeah, those are my tips. Hope that was helpful. If you ever have questions on how to style things, I can do my best to talk you through that. Though I, I would not call myself like a fashionista. <laughs> but I definitely have like closet essentials that I can't live without. So happy to go through that if you're ever interested. And besties, I think that's going to be our episode for today. This is a fun one. I had a lot of fun today. I hope you did too. What's our song of the week? Oh, I had a really good one. I cannot believe, I actually cannot believe that the Taylor Swift album is the new one. Midnight's is coming out in like 19 days. That's crazy. Our song this week is I Dare You by The Regrets, just because I think it's fun. I'm going to add that to the playlist right now. Flirty little playlist. I really like the regrets. I think that they're like fun and they're different and they're cool. Okay, yes. So, what, what, 19 days to the new Taylor Swift album. Make sure you're pre ordering that. It's like 50 something days to the midterm election. So, make sure you're registered to vote. It's a big one. I know we say that every time, but you know, it's good to do your civic duty and it's important to vote. So, <laughs> it is the midterms pretty soon. So, let's let's get in there, you know? Let's, let's vote. <laughs> um, what else? Okay. If you like the show, if you like me, feel free to subscribe, leave a nice review, follow me on Instagram at Ellie underscore Schnitt, and that's where I'm posting questions like, tell me about your red flags and stuff. If you want to leave a voicemail, the number is 847-282-0462. That is always linked on my Instagram as well as in the bio of the show. If you like Taylor Swift, which I hope you do, you can listen to my Taylor Swift podcast, Taylor Talk. Find that on Spotify. We're also live Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. I love you guys very much. I hope you're having a great week. I hope you had a great Rosh Hashanah, a great Yom Kippur, and I hope that you are staying safe if you are in the storm. Hope you're enjoying spooky season. I hope you're coming up with your Halloween costumes because I've already started, so I hope you guys are getting on that. And yeah, as always, I love you guys so, 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 so much. As always, have a good day, have a good night, wherever you are, whatever you're doing. I hope it is a great one, and I will catch you on the next one. Bye! Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.